This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Chodesh. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of taking out from the Aram Kodesh to Sifri Torah. From the first, we read Parshas Truma, which according to the Chinuch contains three mitzvos, and the second Sefer Torah we read in honor of Rosh Chodesh Ador Rishon. Beginning with Parshas Truma, we have the last five parshios in the book of Shmos, which deal with the construction of the Mikdash, the Mishkan, the sanctuary which the Jewish people were privileged to build in the desert. I'd like to share with you a fascinating medrash which appears in Bamidbar Rabbah 12.3 and the medrash reads as follows Bishah when God said to Moshe, Asu li mikdash, make for me a sanctuary, nizdazea Moshe. Moshe became exceedingly troubled. The Yamar, and he said, Oh my goodness, Ech yochol ha'adam la'asos bayis la'kodesh baruchu. How is it possible for man to construct a home for God? After all, the verse teaches, Hashemayim ushmei Hashemayim lo yechal kalucha. After all, literally, the heavens and the heavens, heavens cannot literally sustain you. And how can we construct such an edifice. And so this was the first time that Moshe was troubled. The, now, what does God answer? Lo lefi kolchi animavakesh elafi kolcham. Moshe, it's not in accordance with my potential that I am asking, but rather in accordance with their potential. And we'll see the great significance of that line in a moment. And God continues, All I want is Esrim Keresh Batsafon and Esrim Keresh Badorom. All I need are 20 planks in the north, 20 planks in the south, 8 in the west. And the Medrash continues, When God said to Moshe that I want Korboni Lachmi, I want a daily offering. Moshe said, my goodness, if I bring all the animals in the world, can I perhaps provide a proper offering for God? Or all the wood in the world cannot make the proper kind of pyre for God? And once again, Hashem says to Moshe, not like you think, Moshe. All I need is keves achod one lamb in the morning and one in the afternoon. 
And finally, when Hashem says to Moshe in Parshas Kisisa that the Jewish people shall give Kofar Nafsho, literally a ransom for their soul. So my goodness, Moshe said all the money in the world cannot provide a ransom. So God said, no, not like you think, Moshe, a machzus shekel. Even a half a shekel is going to suffice. The key line that God says to Moshe is, Lo lefi kochi ani I'm not asking in accordance with what I deserve or my potential, because that truly man cannot deliver. Elo lefi kocham. All I ask from you is what you can do. And this is such a powerful message. This message which was true. 3,000 years ago, when the Jewish people constructed a sanctuary, is equally true today. We're taught at the end of the second peric of Pirkei Avos, Lo Olecha Hamlecha Ligmor. You're never going to finish. Well, if the job is so overpowering and you know you're not going to finish it, why get started? But that's why the Mishnah continues. You don't have that opportunity. You're not free to not get involved. All God wants in reality is your effort. And indeed, as we find in chapter 21 of Mesilah Sheshurim, amazing. The idea is regarding Kedusha. Tchilaso Hishtadlus. You put in your effort initially, and so far, the end is ultimately a matana. The end will come as a gift from God. All He wants is your effort. But He wants your effort in accordance with your ability. As long as you give it your all, God does the rest. And in fact, that famous teaching that the rabbis tell us, Yogati umotsasi ta'amin. If you put in the effort, you will, quote, find it, believe. That is the truth. Now, wait a second. These two terms seem to be almost at odds with one another. Yogati means to put in the effort. Mitzasi means to find something. A mitzia, as we use it in that expression, is something you didn't expect. And the answer really is that by putting in the effort, you very often get results that you didn't expect. Be it that you put in the effort in area A, and you get the results in area B. Because it's the effort that you put in which God wants. And truthfully, this is what we recite when we are privileged to complete a tractate of Talmud. At the Siyum, this passage comes from the Gemara in Brachos 28b, which tells us that when they left the base Hamedrash, they offered a prayer of thanksgiving to Hashem by saying, we give thanks to you, God, that you gave me my portion among those who study in the house of study. And I'm grateful that I don't waste my time 
with those that sit around idly. And listen carefully. In contrast to the rest of society, I put in time and effort, and so do they. I put in effort and I get reward. And they put time and effort in, and they don't necessarily get reward. Now, wait a second. Take a look in the workforce. People are being paid. But the answer is, says the Chafetz Chaim so beautifully, if a tailor worked all day and he handcrafted a suit only to find out that the measurements that he did were just a few inches off. All that work that he did, he will not be paid for because you're not paid for the effort as much as you're repaid for the result. In the realm of Torah, if a person sits down and studies Torah for hours and he still honestly feels that he has not mastered the material, he gets complete and total reward for those hours that he invested. And this is the first aspect of Parshas Truma teaching us that God says, Lo lefi kochi, but rather lefi kocham. Each person has to deliver. And as the Chafetz Chaim says so powerfully, the Talmud teaches that there were certain offerings which were a korban ola viorid, meaning that based upon one's financial position, he was able or, more important, obligated. A wealthy individual brought an animal. A middle-class person brought birds. And a more impoverished individual brought a meal offering. And the Talmud teaches that Oshir, a wealthy man who brings a offering that is appropriate for the poor individual, Oshir Shehevi Korban Oni, number one, Lo Yotso he did not satisfy his obligation. And number two, Lo Od El Chulin Lazara, it's looked upon that this offering has no sanctity whatsoever. So we see that it has to be commensurate with your ability. In that case there, your financial ability, but the more important lesson is God wants our koach, our potential, to be invested in that right direction. I'd like to share with you another observation that I was thinking about a good part of the week, and that is the name of the parsha is called Truma, which is translated as a portion which man is donating to the construction of the sanctuary. Now we know that there's another term, Truma, which the Torah uses, and that refers to the gift that 
the Jewish farmer in the land of Israel has to give to the Kohen. And I see a strong similarity between the two regarding that which is given to the Kohen. So your giving actually elevates the food. The food itself, as the Torah says, is now called Kodesh. Kolzar loyochal Kodesh. A non-Kohen is not allowed to eat that food. Secondly, your food that you have in your possession now is freed from called Tevel. Now you can eat it. Your food has become elevated. And finally, the donor who has given it to the Kohen, he becomes elevated because while he is on the farm, his giving of the truma to the Kohen enables the Kohen to be more dedicated and tied to the temple, to the Beis Hamikdash. And so you become the agent that because of your activities, you enable him to work in the temple, in the Beis Hamikdash, and therefore you too as well are elevated and become part of the Beis Hamikdash. Here too, regarding the construction of the sanctuary, as the Chinuch says in Mitzvah 95, God doesn't need a sanctuary. Man needs to build a sanctuary for him because when we give to the sanctuary, we then become an elevated individual. Fianche Kodesh Tiuli. The Kutzka says we are to be people who are holy, and through our acts, through our building, a home of sanctity, we become tied to that sanctity. We become uplifted. We become a different kind of a person. We become a generous person by our giving generously. As the Torah speaks of Nediv Lev, the generosity of the heart. And so, just as regarding the truma, which was in a materialistic sense, the food that was given to the Kohen has this uplifting effect, so too by giving the truma, by giving the donation to the sanctuary, a person becomes a nadiv, he becomes a giver, he's transformed into a different kind of an individual, and then he becomes bound to the Torah, to the Beis Hamikdash through his generosity and through his giving. And therefore, we close with the way the parsha begins. It says, V'yikholi truma, literally, take for me the gift. It should be to give. But that very powerful lesson is being taught us that really, by giving, you are the one that gets the most. Shabbat Shalom and a good Chodesh to all.